What's going on, guys? It's Mohammed, the host of Aware Alpha. And welcome to episode 71, 72. It might be 73. We're not sure yet. Okay. And I just want to say how grateful I am, how thankful I feel uh, for listeners, everyone listening to my voice, the things that I'm sharing. Uh, crazy to think about it that almost, you know, 12 months ago, like this was just an idea and there wasn't much uh, content produced yet. Uh, it was just a desire and a vision that I had that there was a message that I wanted to share with the world. And here we are today. So, and I'm super excited for today's episode. Uh, it's actually the first episode being recorded in 2022 for Aware Alpha. And I'm super, super excited for the guest that I have on the show here with us today. Uh, she goes by the name of Amian. Uh, she's a soul sister. She's an amazing woman in my life. Uh, she has done some great and amazing things to increase my own awareness, help me understand myself better and dive deeper within myself. And at the same time, she works with you know many different men and women in her programs and the things that she does uh, to help really just discover yourself better. Uh, just to give you guys a little about her, she's an initiatrix, uh, she's a tantric, uh, I would say she's a goddess and she's a just a strong feminine energy. And you can tell this woman has done some work and has delved deep within her own self when you have a conversation with her. And it takes, you know, I feel it takes a certain level of, you know, energy to even have a beautiful conversation with this amazing woman. So with that being said, Amian, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for that introduction, Mohammed. It's great to be here and to be speaking with you. Thank you. So one of the first things that comes to my mind right now as we're having this conversation is how important do you think is self-love? <sighs> well, I want to say it's the foundation of everything and it's mm. absolutely essential. Um, but I think, you know, for years and years of my life, I didn't realize how essential it was. And I didn't realize the effects that not, that not knowing the, the effects of my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the effects of the not knowing really mm. the ignorance mm. around how, how central it was. Like I would hear that word and almost kind of be triggered for years which is like what do they mean they're talking about masturbation like yeah <laughs> like, like self-care like what doing a face mask and mm. getting my hair done and nails done I don't mm, like it didn't really make sense to me to be like yeah I love myself like yeah. sure mm. um yeah and it wasn't until I started diving deeper into myself and tantric work shadow work self-development um shamanism things like that that I started seeing how many layers of self-hatred that I lived in and that existed in my field and how many sub-personalities I have that hate other sub-personalities of myself uh, of myself mm. so um yeah it's been uh it's been a long and beautiful winding spiral path um to more and more self-love mm, you know like for the listeners that are listening and they're like no way I thought the same thing like self-love every time I heard about that I thought it was like masturbation or playing with yourself or something yeah. sexual so yeah. for those individuals mm -hmm. you know if they were to ask what does self-love looks like 
for you in the end? Like, what is it? What are some practices or what are certain things that you do that is, and would you consider self-love? And, and I bet as you answer this question, probably some of them won't even sound sexual at all, which will be amazing to increase that awareness that self-love is not a sexual act. It's just the act of honoring, respecting, and loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think number one is actually listening mm. to your yeses and listening to your nos. Mm. And that's been hard for me. I know it's hard for a lot of people in our modern culture because we are raised to not trust our yeses and nos. We're raised to listen to other people's this is right and this is wrong and to adapt ourselves to keep the love from our parents, you know, Mm -hmm. and from the community that sustains us and allows us to survive as we're kids growing up. And so we're taught to really suppress um, what our boundaries are. And Mm -hmm. what it is that we're really, what we know is true for us. And so I think that's a number one in self-love is starting to learn to listen. And, and if that's, if, if the signals are confused, because for me, sometimes they still are confused as to who's, what voice is that coming from? What is my intuition actually saying to actually start to listen to the body signals Mm -hmm. because the body doesn't lie. And, you know, if you are having, a constriction response, a shutdown response, a, a, a response of something it's, it's feeling hard to breathe, you know, that is a signal that something is misaligned for you or mm-hmm. something is not, you know, the energy is getting stuck. And so something is not feeling true or something is feeling unsafe mm-hmm. versus that expansive feeling we feel when our bellies can relax a bit and our chest can open more and our heart feels like it has space, Mm. you know, and our lungs feel like they can take in more air Mm. um, and our guts don't get tight and squeezy, you know, that's, that's Mm. a different kind of response. And to me, that feels more like a a yes response. Mm. So that's, that's like number one. Mm. Um, I think a lot of us betray ourselves, Mm. (laughs) even in little things in the day thinking that, Oh, if I make this decision, that's the right decision. Cause this person's feelings aren't going to be hurt. I'm protecting this person. I'm protecting this relationship. Mm. I'm protecting my persona, my reputation, whatever. And then, and actually that's you're doing that for others and for your ego and not actually for being true to this inner alignment or alignment with your soul and your true self, mm. you know? That's so nice. that's one thing. And then in terms of, like practices to do. I mean, for myself, I've really been attuning my being to my natural feminine flows. Mm. So I use the word feminine um, for different things, but you know, I'm a female identified person. I go with she and her, but I also carry a womb space. And So guys, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, it froze there for a second. Uh, we're just getting right back into it. And Amy, and you were mentioning some of the practical things that one could do that would be considered self-love. 
Yeah. So I was talking about how I identify as female, mm. feminine, and I carry a womb space and the physical organ of a womb. And so I, I have these cycles and I'm a cyclical being. And these cycles uh, really, when as I have come into more of myself and come into more of my body and my embodiment in this lifetime, I have discovered that there are certain times of the month that are better suited to yin practices. So really calming my energy down, really slowing down and, and coming into these still places mm. of deep listening to myself and mm. allowing for whatever uh, emotions, stuck energy, stuck emotions from past trauma or wounds to come to the surface, to mm. be felt fully and to move them you know? And so the, those, those are seasons of my cycle that I would call the luteal phase or the PMS phase and the, mm. the menstrual phase, the fall and winter of mm. my inner season, my inner year, my inner mm. seasons. Mm. And this is monthly. And then I have a spring season and a summer season and really honoring the energetics of those seasons where my hormones are at, where my energy levels are at. And those are much more yang. So the spring season, the follicular phase, when my ovaries are preparing and ripening an egg and under my endometrium is ripening, it's lining or it, itself to potentially, um, grow, uh, fetus. Yeah. This is the time where my hormones are the most balanced. And I'm in, in this really beautiful balanced state between masculine and feminine energies. And I feel more gregarious and outgoing and mm -hmm. ready to do projects. And then my ovulation time is the most yang. That's the most like the big solar summer sun, you know, mm -hmm. a noonday sun, so much heat and life force energy and focused penetrative masculine type energy. Um, and so really doing practices that honor each of those phases. Mm -hmm. So for example, in, in the fall and the winter, I will do a lot of self, um, self touch and I'll do a lot of um, like breast massage, let's mm -hmm. say. So I do tantric breast massage on myself, or I'll do full body oil massage, full body oil anointing. Um, I will do a lot of like hip opening exercises and more yin yoga and these things. I basically ask my body what it wants mm -hmm. and I will give it what it wants and I won't force it to do something it's not wanting to do. Mm -hmm. And so I won't do vigorous exercise during that time. You know, there's maybe a spike in my progesterone just before my period where I feel energized to do some more like weightlifting or some more um, cardiovascular or um, yeah, something more heavy on the cardio. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I really try to listen to those flows. And then during the yang times, spring and summer, I have more energy to do more vigorous things and to push my body a little more. And I'm, and if I do that, then my body actually has changed itself. So I no longer have cramps during mm -hmm. PMS or during my menstrual time. I no longer have crazy, excessively heavy periods. Mm -hmm. um, I, these become, these times of my cycle become really magic like they become my time to commune deeply with mm. my feminine soul and my higher selves and the ancestors. And, um, it's a, it's a very different way to live. Mm. So these are all practices of self-love for me is this like deep listening to my body and its needs during these different phases of my cycle. That's amazing. And I think, you know, anyone that's listening to the podcast, it's 
the most important thing on this journey of self-love is to first of all just start paying attention and listening to your body right yeah. and for some of us this could be a very hard practice but like nothing you know amazing is ever easy so actually taking the time through meditation journaling to pay attention right and eventually your body does start talking to you starts telling you what it wants and what it doesn't want and all these things and it sounds like you have done it uh, so much that you're so in tune with all these different cycles of the moon and you're able to you're like you're one with the universe you know it feels more and more like that yeah I think that's amazing um you know like a lot of men are they want a, fe a female's presence right mm -hmm. like they want to want to make their woman feel seen heard understood mm -hmm. and all these things but I feel and I see it more and more where not a lot of men actually know how to do that. And I find it upsetting in a way because these men do have the desire to do it. You know, these men are not men that are just like, no, and like giving up or playing the victim or, you know, just the average men. Like these are men that are like, they want to make their, you know, women feel seen, heard, understood, and they can tell like that's everything is going to get much better much more passionate and just everything will be beautiful because they have witnessed another relationship or another marriage where like it was just this deep union and they're like man like I want that with my woman and but yet they're like they don't know how to do it they're like like how do you how do you how do you make a woman feel heard seen understood like what I'd, so I could obviously answer this question in my own way but like I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that and also how does a man? How does, how does a man who has a desire to make his woman feel heard, seen, understood? Like, how does he go about that? That's such a good question. I love mm -hmm. that question. I'm just going to breathe into that for a minute. Take your time. Everyone listening and watching can also just take a deep breath into their belly space. And just do a body scan and feel what's happening in there. Feel where the tension is, feel where, feel where the lightness is, where any tingling is. See if you can relax where maybe you're holding some tension, perhaps in your anus, perhaps in your genitals. I'm just dropping in a little bit deeper into the body. Ah. Ooh. So how can a man make safe space for a woman is basically the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my first initial thought is do his work, like mm. really go on the journey of self-love mm. <clears throat> because if a man and so many men, you know, I mean, so many humans, all of us have mm. so much ego and we live by so much of the small self mm. that is out to, you know, really protect itself. Mm -hmm. and, and it's there for survival. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we get confused as to, you know, we have these needs coming through and we mm. get confused as to where they're coming from. Mm. And so I find that men often will you know, be coming from these spaces of ego-based needs. Mm -hmm. um, and that that might actually be coming from places in them that aren't feeling loved, mm. you know, and they're, they're, I can't even think of 
specific examples right now, but mm, the theme that I have come up against again and again is this theme of like a man not feeling good enough for a woman necessarily, mm. you know, and like a woman asking for a little bit more saying like, I'm not being met in these ways. And then the man taking that really personally and feeling like unworthy mm. and then not able to measure up or live up. But it's also because, I mean, th that's coming in my opinion from places in him where he has not been meeting himself mm. and he does not feel worthy with his own self. And then when the woman comes with this reflection back to him, it's, it can become very overwhelming. And then there can be shutdown and fights and all these different things because mm -hmm. he's not owning his stuff and he's mm -hmm. not meeting himself. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. so self, self love is number one. And then she doesn't feel safe because he's not, he doesn't feel safe in his own being, mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't feel safe with himself. So how can you make her feel safe? Mm -hmm. And there's so many parts of himself that he's, probably shaming mm. a lot of it's unconscious he's picked up shame from his ancestors his family line culture etc cetera, etc cetera. and then he's got a really loud negative self-talk and negative you know judgment on himself and then if there's any kinds of any of that reflected back in the woman it's like mm. devastation and mm. possibly blame shifting and possibly it's your fault and i can't ah you know yeah. all that stuff and so neither of them feel safe yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking as you were talking that uh, there was this saying I heard a long time ago, the outside world, like our outside world is an inner, it's a reflection of our inner world. And so it's like, when I think about the female, it's like, she's simply a mirror, you know, like, what's coming up with your experience with her, you know, like, how you feel about her is a doorway about how you feel about yourself. Right. So it's like, but then again, it's like, yeah, like how does like I'm trying to think about how did I get here? You know, like there was like how to give like three steps for a man to like this is how you make your woman, you know. And then like I guess like you're right, like you do your own work, you start to cater to your own inner feminine, right? Um I think that, and if you're doing it just for the woman outside you too, that that's like making her your world and your purpose. That's not going to work either. Usually, mm. you know, like the true, like divine masculine energy, in my opinion, doesn't make the woman his world. He makes his purpose, his mission, his service, like mm. his, his number one, you know, that's his driving force. Yeah. And that is actually also what like attracts the woman to him, you know, mm. and her, her main kind of driving force, this is all David data, but is love. You know, her, hers really is love. But if he, if he makes love and that connection with her, his number one, it kind of mm. fucks with the polarity. So mm. he's got to be like, you know, really doing his work to find his soul alignment to like really live into his purpose and his passion, his, his Dharma, you mm. know, his service. And then she'll be like, Ooh, I'll, I'll come alongside you. I'll give you this love. And that's going to fuel more of that. And then they'll yeah. like, be in this beautiful dance. And then he'll also be inspired to give her that love that she's seeking, mm. you know, and that also will make her feel safe too. If, if a man makes a woman, his entire world or his, this has happened to me in a, in a long-term relationship where I became kind of his purpose mm -hmm. and that like it, I lost the attraction. Mm. I lost, you know, I lost that charge for this man and I lost respect for him yeah. as well. 
Mm. And it's only now after a few years of not being together, I feel like he's coming into more of himself and really discovering more of his purpose. And, um, you know, he's, he's on his own journey, but it's, it's, I'm like, wow, that's sexy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Good for you. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. Everything you just shared, like it, it really, like it touched me, like, like you're so right. And it's interesting because so the whole idea of purpose, right. It's yeah. so many men are out there like lost in the sense of like, how do I find my purpose? How do I find my passion? How do I find what I'm supposed to be doing while I'm out here on this planet? Um, I would say my advice to those one is to continue trying and trying and trying different things in this world. You know, last five years, I've been to 18 different jobs, eight different businesses, and I've traveled, you know, hundred thousand of miles, not for the purpose of either manifesting my divine partner or finding my purpose actually was to get wealthy. <laughs> That's always been my desire since I was 11, 12 years old. Yeah. And I have not, uh, resisted or put that down ever. Even when I've gone through my, you know, uh, it was the, like where like I just didn't feel like money was anything, but I still like I've always stayed passionate and committed to like being wealthy in life. And that's a purpose because I have felt that like I feel like what you mean by purpose is like a woman wants to feel doesn't want to be the center of your world. No. Wants to see that you're well focused like you have a world already that you're managing very properly and you're very dedicated and committed to it. And when she comes into your life and she, you know, and you guys have this just beautiful connection, everything is amazing. And you're still fully focused on that mission. And even though like you are amazing, baby, you're the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me. But even that is still not the center of my world. My center of my world is these goals and ambitions that I have, and I will be doing anything and everything to get there. So just so you know, in case you are against it, the door is there that now you don't say that physically, but you have, that's the energy you embody that like, I am here for this and I want a partner on this journey with me. And I'm going to have a partner on this journey with me, whether it's you or anyone else. Right. Uh, And these all sound like rough words, but no, you, this is energetically, you put that out there. Like you, you know, get clear Um, in your energy. And then the, that polarity dance that you're doing together, that will actually fuel more creativity, more, energetic birthing for you to even um fulfill more of your purpose you'll Mm -hmm. have this drive and energy flow and desire to to even go deeper in in it you'll have more energy to to penetrate with Mm. you know with with a goddess by your side (laughs) yeah it's interesting like right now i have two questions the one question is as if like the listeners were listening to the podcast but the second question is more like a personal question for me when i'm like i am curious to hear your thoughts so i'm gonna ask the personal questions because that's not that it's a selfish but I feel like it's still bringing value so now I'm now a man who's on his purpose and is driven and has got like his things going on you know and I feel like a lot of the aware alphas listening to they do have their stuff going on it's like how do I manifest that feminine goddess in my life at this stage (sighs) Well, I really believe it starts within, as within, so without. And Mm. so it's really what we cultivate in our own inner landscape Mm. becomes our external landscape. We Mm. literally vibrationally are weaving our reality from inside to out. So let me, sorry to cut you off. So 
do you mean in the sense of, for example, I do this uh, exercise when I wake up in the mornings uh, and I do a lot of creative visualization where uh-huh. I think of a situation that I want to be my reality and I sit here and I think as if that's already happened and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, this is so good. For example, in the mornings when I'm laying in bed right before I wake up, I do some gratitude and then I actually sit there for like five minutes and I, I visualize as if my goddess is right laying next to me and like mm-hmm. what that would feel like when I wake up next to her. And now I cut it a lot and I tell her how grateful for, I am for her. Yes. And then like, and it feels so good because like she's actually there. So when what you're saying right now from within, is that what you're saying to where I got to deep down believe that she's already here? Absolutely. Yeah, that's 100% part that. of it. <laughs> I, it's a huge part of it. And I think also like, but learning, I think another big piece of it though, is learning that you have your own feminine within. And mm. I mean, in some tantric traditions, it's the left side of your whole being is your mm. feminine, you know, the left side, the back side is considered feminine. A lot of traditions, like the whole back body. Mm. Um, and then in terms of um, chakras or energy centers, your feminine, your main feminine pole in, as a male bodied person, male identified is your heart. Mm. That's your feminine pole. And your, your masculine pole is your cock. This mm. is like protruding, it's penetrative, it's like a pillar of light exuding yeah. from your body. It's the electric pole. Your heart, you don't have like men actually, your physicality shows you that this is your negative pole, your receiving pole, because you have no breasts here. You know, <laughs> this is this is flat, this is receiving. Same with women, like their genitals receiving. Mm. So you are, yeah, this is like really getting to know your feminine polarity, getting to know your heart and, and knowing it as, as if it is your queen, like, Mm -hmm. how do you treat your heart, you know, and its needs? Are you listening to it the way you would want to be treating a goddess embodied in the flesh beside you? Are you Mm -hmm. honoring your heart that way? Are you giving your heart like, self-care days are you are you giving it yin time are you you are allowing for the rest and rejuvenation and reset even as a high performing alpha male Mm. do you give yourself that balance Mm. because if you're if you're not it's going to be hard to attract uh, a a very conscious goddess kind of woman because she's Mm. looking for you to have cultivated that inner union with yourself already you know she doesn't Mm want to have to be the one I mean that we're out here we priestesses are out here doing that helping men do that Mm. but like for our our king we really want someone who's been doing that and who meets us at this level you know that's so beautiful like I'm so glad to just hear you say those things and as you were saying those things so maybe you could tell me if this is me embodying the feminine in me being a very masculine driven man um so like Sundays and like even yesterday and even this morning so like I literally have like today as well like I have two hours set up to where like everything is shut down like in a sense of like the work and projects and everything and I take a bath I, 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 I hug myself and I love myself. I got, I got rose water. I spray it, you know, you know, just to feel sexual and I have eucalyptus and Epsom salt. And so like, wow. And like, as I'm listening, as I'm talking, listening to myself right now, I'm like, no way. Like that's, that's exactly why, like probably like a couple of weeks ago, I told one of my very good friends, like uh, I told him like, I feel it. I feel like I'm going to meet someone that I'm going to spend a lot of time with this next decade. 
like and i don't i don't ever say forever because i don't know right but i like i started feeling i'm like yo like i actually feel like i'm about to meet a woman in my life that like it's just going to change the game and like i can feel like i'm meeting her so as i've said that and now when i think about this last few weeks and few months like this self love sessions have gone even next level for me and when i say self love in the sense of like i was taking at myself out on dates buying myself stuff doing all these things and then when and then now that i think about the last few weeks of getting my own place and like taking baths sitting there journaling like buying rose water and buying things that i would be actually be buying my goddess right yes. and i'm already doing it right so it's like and it just blows my mind right now so i'm so glad that you just shared that because i'm like no way that's why like i'm so close in the sense of like i've probably already met her we could already be conversating and communicating and getting to know each other and getting deeper within each other there's a couple of females in my life that i am yes connected with, to right yeah. uh like potentially literally one of them could be right so totally right so like i don't even like but i'm not like attached to that right i'm not like yeah. oh like i'm just embodying you're embodying it and you're 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 becoming the frequencies you're so that phrase like you're embodying mm. what you're going to attract mm. you know you you are becoming your soul's mate the mate to your soul mm. and then only when you become the mate to your soul do you attract that soulmate outside you because you're actually holding the frequencies within and then you're, you're whole unto yourself and you're not looking for someone else to complete you. You mm. then just complement each other and you mirror back to each other, your wholeness. Mm. That's so beautiful. And I'm, and I'm the, the creative, sorry, I was wanted to add too, like spending time in creation, playing mm. with creativity, like whether that's creative writing or painting or dancing or expressing any these that is also letting your feminine out, letting your, letting her play, you know, like mm, being sensual with yourself. Like, Oh my God, it's so beautiful. You're taking these baths and you're spraying rose water, like get some rose oil, massage yourself or take yourself to go get a massage. Like treat yourself the way you want to treat your queen, Mm. honor those sensual feminine flows in your own being that creative Mm -hmm. life force. That's also a part of you, you Mm. know? No, it's yeah. so true. I'm definitely, I got that already. No, like uh, rose oil. Is that what you yes. call Rose oil. Yeah. Rose oil. I have a great one. I, have, I, I got a beautiful one made. Yeah. You'll have to, uh, yeah, no. So definitely, that's definitely on my list. And like, yeah, you yeah. Know, with the playing and everything, I'm like, yeah, like playing, like I'm, I have an ecstatic dance event here hosted in town where like uh, myself, I've been dancing and moving a lot. And like, I have, uh, so I had like on the weekend, I had a inner child, like movie night. So yeah. I call it where like just, you know, mattress on the living room floor and, yeah. and just literally inner child express and play and all those things. Right? Uh, so I've been and I have another one coming in the next week where like I'm like I'm doing like an inner child ceremony slash movie night. So it's like seven, eight with yourself. Uh, so this one is uh, this one was with a female, but I have I'm also mm-hmm. planning with a couple of very close friends here in town where I'm calling it inner child movie night. So we're mm-hmm. all going to come together watch a movie together as if when we're expressing that part of ourselves right um but yeah like it's just so crazy right now as you answer those is like when I think about what my journey is like right now I'm like no way so now Amanda listens to this and like even though the old version of me would have been triggered listening to this conversation because everything about this sounded very feminine right yeah. and it's was like mm-hmm. a man doing this and it's very feminine a man's man 
a man's man, right? And it's like, so I'm like, I want to put the focus and attention on you as we talk, but it's so interesting always like that I'm, I'm eager to share my journey and like just with the listeners, because it's like, I come from a very masculine family, you know, Middle Eastern and ambitious driven, don't cry, don't express your emotions, just go after it all. And to where the last 15, 20 years, I've gone through a massive journey of discovering myself from getting arrested for trafficking at 15 to, you know, starting different businesses to just all weaving in and out through the, the physical world. And I believe that the most masculine men are the ones who are doing the work. So it's like, and myself, I feel more masculine. I feel more powerful. I feel more dominant. The more I express and I get in touch with my feminine self, like I feel like it's just like, I feel more savage. The more I, like, you know what I mean? Like it's like the animal in me is coming out more, the more I'm expressing and getting in touch with my feminine. So it's like, so for me, it's like, I'm just like, I've, it's like, I got the, the map to the treasure. Like, I'm going to keep doing this, right? But it's like, yeah. I wish that more men had, like, understand this part of it, right? But like, I get it, though. You got to start with listening, paying attention to your feelings, start, you know, using the triggers that you have within relationships and friendships and business partnership and dig deeper within those triggers, right? Oh, you're jealous. Okay. But why look deeper within the jealousy? Oh, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel worthy enough. I feel like she does not love me. I'm afraid of abandonment. I'm afraid of rejection. Oh, this, this, this is drawing up a wound from when I was three. And this happened with my mother. Like, all of that stuff. Yeah. Like dig deeper within those things, journal those things, you know, um, what's... and listen to those parts of you because, and this is such a key teaching that's come from Teal Swan, mm. um, is that, and, and from lots of different psychotherapies and things like that. But we, anytime we, we had a trauma growing up, anytime we've had a trauma, um, often our being will create these, it's like fragments of our soul, but like sub personalities to mm. try to survive. And so, you know, there, if you experience a trauma where, you know, your mom left and you got raised by your, your dad at three years old, that's mm. massive. You're, you're going to have that a three-year-old version of you in your being that's still in the corner pulling his hair out, screaming, crying, kicking, punching, feeling absolutely devastated and the world is ending mm. kind of thing, you know, and that, that being that energetic is still in your being. And there are ways to actually presence that wounded part of you, that traumatized part of you and bring that traumatized part of you into 20, 2022 mm. and say, Hey, guess what? We're actually 38 years old now or whatever and look around we're safe and I'm going to listen to you I'm going to hold I'm going to hold a pillow as I let myself feel like I'm holding my three-year-old self and giving him the mothering he never got surrounding him with love just listening not trying to change his pain just listening and feeling his pain letting myself emote sound breath motion moving these stuck energies this stuck trauma that's been in my cells for so many decades, possibly, probably my ancestral generations as well, mm. you know, and it's playing out so that I can heal it and no longer pass this on to my future generations. Mm. That's so powerful. Like, how important, like, not even important, like, it's so crazy. Like, m- most of us don't have enough self love or haven't done this self love or discovered self love is because we're dealing with childhood trauma, right? And yeah. It's just crazy to me that like we live in a world where like childhood trauma is not emphasized on, you know, like it's not something that we talk about a lot. It's not something that's taught in schools. It's not like I feel like it's something that should be, you know, uh, taught in classes and all those things. Right. 
Absolutely. And also that was an extreme version of childhood trauma I talked about, but even a parent telling you like, don't cry or Mm -hmm. suck it up or like ignoring you when you really wanted their attention. Those are traumas. Mm -hmm. They're not like, you know, that really big, whatever earth shattering one, but it's still a trauma. And we tend to downplay those as well, because those also created these subpersonalities and these and and emotions that usually are still stuck in ourselves somewhere and we'll get triggered from different situations that vibrate that out to us so there's mm-hmm. just so many and it's like we can't really compare one trauma one person's trauma is worse than another because it's all it's all relative and mm-hmm. trauma affects us all differently but it all it all affects us mm-hmm. no it's so true it, it all affects us right um What's your, uh, like, you know what the things that I'm going through right now, like this, the masculine and feminine energies, right? Like, can you describe what masculine and feminine energy is to you? Like we talked about it a lot here on this podcast just now on being in my feminine energy and being in my masculine energies and stuff. Describe what those are to you. Like what is masculine energy and what is feminine energy? Well, in the simplest terms, it could be said that they're like yin and yang mm. from Eastern traditions. So, or like lunar and solar, electricity and magnetism, day and night, mm. you know, um, fire and water. So the masculine to me is more active mm. and penetrative. It's a penetrative Um, like pillar of light or light beam energy and Mm -hmm. it's focused directed Um, you know it's electric Mm. and then the feminine to me is more like a container Um, and it's it's more like flowing and Mm -hmm. watery and spiraling and receptive it's like it's like waiting to be filled. Whereas the masculine fills, the feminine is waiting to be filled Mm. and it's magnetic. It doesn't go out to grab things or penetrate with energy. It just radiates its magnetism, its beauty, its essence, just as it is. And things come, Mm. you know, things are, things come to it to be, to fill it up. And so every human being has both of these polarities and can play in and out of these polarities, you Mm. know? Um, And I would say, so like the masculine heart is the magnetic feminine pole Mm. and the cock is the electric masculine pole. Mm. But then there's also the thought of like our emotions are seen, you know, in so many different traditions to be the water element and to be more feminine and our, Mm -hmm. our minds, our logic, the brain, um, the mental capacities are considered more masculine thoughts, Mm -hmm. more masculine, you know, and those two things are necessary for true manifestation for soul aligned Mm -hmm. manifestation, right? Because the thought sends the signal out. So the masculine penetrative thought sends a signal out to the Mm -hmm. quantum field of something that you want that imagine like what you talked about, imagining, picturing your future self. Mm -hmm. And then, but it's the emotions that are the magnet, those, those elevated emotions of love, of gratitude, of mm-hmm. joy and peace, delight, ecstasy that you want to feel when that manifestation comes to pass. That's the magnet that draws 
the situation to you, draws all of the pieces necessary to you at just the right time to weave that new reality. So you literally, when you practice those things in manifestation, you're doing both the masculine and feminine, and they're basically making love to each other in your being, you know? Um, And so, yeah, the thought sends it out the heart, the emotions draw the thing back to you. And then there's also like this pouring in of the masculine essence Mm. and um, yeah, filling yourself up with that masculine pillar of light. Mm. And that also radiates from you in kinds of a a beautiful combined way with the masculine feminine, you know? Mm, That's amazing. You know, how important it is like, for a female like so let's say that we ask that question in a sense of how do you make your woman feel heard seen understood so now let's say that man is doing all that you know mm-hmm. but it's the female that's carrying let's say wounds and traumas and everything and she's not able to really get into a space of trust so how does i guess it's the same thing for a man like how do you get to a space of where you trust is it Sorry, the, where the man trusts the woman or even like, well, we'll just talk about the woman here in this aspect. So like, how does a woman start trusting a man? You know, is, is that, is there like a step to it? Is there like, like it's yeah, you're like, looking for these steps. You're looking for these very masculine steps. The masculine, okay? right? It's like, I'm trying to give these guys, you know, like this yeah, stuff, but some practical like, tools. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had, I, I, I feel like, yeah, this is me having to tune in again to try to distill my like cyclical feminine <laughs> way. I think in circles. So, um, okay, let's try to get it linear, distilling it down. This is me practicing my masculine. So first and foremost, integrity. Mm. I would say that a man, the key to a woman's trust is that you are in integrity with yourself. And that doesn't mean you can't make mistakes, but like overall, your head, your heart, your cock, you know, you're all in integrity with yourself and with your soul and with your purpose. And Mm. you're not compromising yourself. You're not betraying yourself or your purpose. Mm. You're not being veered too far off the path. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Like I could say so much, but like, that was the best answer ever. Like you're so right. It's, you know, like it's massive and integrity is very simple. You know, it's just simply you're a man who does what he said he's going to do. And then yeah. he does it. Yeah. Your words, your thoughts, your words, your actions, they all line up. Mm-hmm. No, that's and I mean, you can, obviously we have different things going on, but it's like, you make a commitment, you stick mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's in, so like, good. Like, that's so good. And like, and it's funny. Cause like, I'm going to give the practicals here. So like, and like you listen to the podcast, it's like, this is what it looks like. Like you want a woman to trust you. And you're like, okay, so, and Amy and just said integrity. And now you're like, so what does that look like? So you tell her, you're going to call her at five. You call her at mm-hmm. five. Damn you straight. say Friday night, we're going to hang out. You make sure you show up on Friday night on yeah. Wednesday. You make sure you confirm with her. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, you say that you're going to do something for yourself. Like I'm going to hang out with the guys. You make sure you do it. So yes. these are simple. These are like small practical things on how and what integrity looks like. Like yes. you are simply a man who does what he said because that process, what happens is every time you say what you're going to do and you do it, it's like a little block of trust that gets built. 
And the female in her head is like confirms, okay, oh, you end up doing that. Okay, you showed up to the date. It's slowly starting to build that like, okay, he, okay, this is who this person that they say they are. And they slowly start to drop their guard because they don't have to second guess anymore. It's like, this guy is who he says he is. Um, and then like, that's how the female starts trusting you. That's so good. Like, mm-hmm. you are on point today. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, you know, being honest. Mm. Like, I think there's some men probably that are listening. They're like, shit, like, I don't know how to be in full integrity, <laughs> possibly because they're afraid mm. of being honest with yeah. themselves and others, you know? And so, but I would say the way I trust the masculine the most mm. is even if he's going to say something that I might interpret as hurtful or I might feel hurt Mm. he speaks his truth Mm. because it's his truth and he's Mm. not trying to protect me or couch or like couch the truth from me or hide me from the truth to try to protect Mm. me because Mm. that actually is a breaking of trust I find you know like he needs to speak his truth even if it's like wow it's going to be devastating for me to hear that oh he doesn't actually want to be with me that way or he's not going to show up or he can't do this thing that he said he was going to do because this this other thing he wasn't being truthful with himself that he actually couldn't fulfill it you know he Mm -hmm. comes out and he says the truth and it's like wow that sucks and i'm hurting but like oh now i can trust this person even more You know, or like, oh, I want to be in an open relationship. I've fallen for someone else and I also love you. Like, well, that's a really hard thing to say, but like, Mm -hmm. wow. Or like, I don't know if I can be in a monogamous relationship. I really like what we're exploring right now, but honestly, I don't know if I'm ready to be in a full committed thing. Like, okay, now I have all the pieces. Now I can choose in an empowered state. What I do, I want to keep showing up to meet this person or Mm -hmm. do I want to say bye, but now I've got the truth, you know, and Mm -hmm. I trust this person and I want him in my life in some way because goddamn, like Mm -hmm. that's a gem. Yeah, that's so good. Like what you're saying right now, like I once again, like if you listen to this podcast and I want to share something that I went through my early 20s in the sense of like when you meet a girl and like you got to pretend like you want to be not pretend like it's almost it's a lie actually like in my mind I'm like if I pretend like I want to be in a relationship I can get in her pants and then it's like I get in her pants and I'm like oh I don't want I never wanted this and it breaks off so it's like that's like and what I've experienced myself this last three four years it's like I don't want to be monogamous I think that we would have great chemistry, just a, just a sexual experience. I just want to sleep with you. Uh, I just want to take you on dates, but I don't know where this is going to go. Like this stuff has taken me to even like if I was to say from a guy, like I've got laid way more being honest. Yes. I have had deeper relationships with females because of my honesty. So, and then, and I get this asked a lot in the sense of like, how do you be, how do you like become honest? Like, how do you choose honesty when all these things are taking around? And something I'm just super grateful for. Like, I was just always this, just like honest kid from an Asian nine. Like, I've, as long as I remember, I always told it like it is. And I hurt feelings and I even hurt myself at times. And I even got probably, you know, punched out by my brother or cousins or like, but for as long as I remember, I was like, I told it like it is. And growing up now in this age, 31, and like, I would say the reason why I don't really like say, like I say, like it is because like, just just don't like to waste time. Like there's no reason to waste time. Like this is all we got. It's like, so why don't we just express what's really happening instead of like making something up and like, it just doesn't. So guys, as you listen to the end, ladies, it's like, honesty is so important. You know, how do you build trust 
with the feminine or the masculine i don't know if it's both the same but oh for sure it is it's the same and the truth sets you free and this is as i'm speaking this like some medicine to me too because i have been through so many years of struggle of like really owning my truth and learning how to actually speak the truth to myself Mm. because i get like uh, these outside ideas of how i need to be in relationship and then i think that that's what i think that's what i believe i believe that i need to be monogamous i believe that i have to do this thing i believe it but then all of a sudden i'm acting in this other way Mm. and i'm like hold what is this inner incongruency that's mm. happening what is this inner war happening oh yeah. fuck there's pieces of me that i am not looking at there's shadow pieces that i am not yeah. actually owning or seeing or admitting to myself or loving pieces that i've rejected pieces that i've condemned to the hell realms mm. of my being that are screaming to be looked at right now and like how many times have i been out of integrity with myself or my word because i'm trying to like appease someone and save their feelings and and try to really be this thing that i am actually not yeah yeah that's so good oh man i'm so grateful like i feel like this podcast i should probably charge for this one like i don't know i don't know if i want to release it i'm like this is like this is well that's why we're gonna do a course yeah like this is like they're going to the private portal guys oh man that's amazing and you guys just probably heard amy and say that's why we're going to do a course there's actually something very interesting being brewed by me and her right now um which i'm looking forward to and i'm excited to dive deeper within this um okay so the masculine is the provider and the protector right and of course, I'm very well aware that we live in a world because there's so much pure, genuine masculine energy lacking. So many women have had to step up into their masculine because like we don't have that many warriors left. And even I was actually uh, like um, Aubrey Marcus has this like uh, uh, like ceremony or like retreat. And he was talking about how, you know, it's for it's for single uh, women and men and where 50 single women come, 50 single men come and him and his wife and everyone, they have like a four or five day retreat and they talk about how to really manifest your desired partner, all these things. And then you could potentially end up meeting somebody because there's 50 single men, 50 single women, like how often, like, so you could potentially end up meeting your desired partner in this five day, whatever. And what he was saying is that like, it's full, like so many women have already applied, only like three, four men. So it's like, it's a very great example of showing that there's not that many men committed to doing the work. And there's men like me that have made it a mission to increase self-awareness and self-compassion, all this stuff to get more men to get in touch with them. Right. So I guess what I'm trying to say right now is that I kind of lost my train of thought right now, as I was even thinking about that, like, I, well, I guess one of the things that I want to ask you in a sense, or even just share with you is, so how do like there's not that many men that are doing the work you know what i mean they're not and it's because oh the thought just came back this is literally the story of my life where a thought goes and the thought comes back and it comes right back so the women are not feeling like you know like they have they're in a feminine they're masculine because they can't like there's all they can't trust the masculine outside them to show up in that that way yeah yeah like so it's like how does a woman like 
it's one of, that's something I'm working on in the sense of like so many, there's women that I meet that are just masculine God is up so much. Right. Yes. And within a couple of weeks, like it's fully job. It's fully like, we're just like, I've had some amazing sisters in my life where they're crying in my shoulder and then they discover that there was all this stuff and all that it took was a couple of weeks of us getting to know each other. And then just seeing that, like this man has no intention of anything that I thought. And he yeah. simply just committed to getting deep within a feminine and mm-hmm. And then that guard drops down and these women go from these like masculine, getting that lawyer, you know, nurse, start my own business and like hasn't even felt her feminine energy in a long time to where now she's crying in it and she's like fully immersed in it. And it's like starting this massive transition, right? I guess like what I'm sharing this is in a sense is like, like how does that, is it something to do with the, like, is that the woman, that's the woman's job to do that work and stuff like that, right? But like, how does a woman start to do that work without the masculine in it? Because it's like, as men, we're like masculine naturally. So for me to get into my feminine, it's very easy, actually, because I already know I'm masculine. So all I got to do is like, you know, find the path to get into the feminine. But deep down, I know at my core what I am. I know what my yeah. core energy is. Yes. But I guess, and I'm literally like having a moment as we talk, I guess a lot of men don't know that they don't know their core energy. So they're scared to get into the feminine. Cause what if they find out that they're like gay or they're like, you know, whatever, which all the stuff is fully okay. Yes. So for a woman, I feel like it's very hard. Like it's weird. It's almost like I have this mercy for women, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah. I, like it's almost like, I, won't- I mean, we've also been, it's not just men that have been told that feminine is lesser than. Or, you know, like so many derogatory terms come from female genitalia or are about men who are feminized or like, you know, there's, so, or men who are attracted to men, like so many terms that we use flippantly or like to put people down have to do with the feminine things. Mm. Um, and which is hilarious because, you know, we all come from the feminine void. That's yeah. where everything is birthing from every moment. And mm. it's so many religions have lost the goddess lineages of mm. the goddess aspect of mm. their original expressions but but many people are waking back up to yeah. the need for both and that that the divine union between both but to your question around how does a woman create that masculine space for herself so that she can actually go into her feminine flows mm. i mean i i used to be over masculinized as well and actually had a lot of androgen hormones imbalanced in my body caused a lot of hair loss I was anorexic as a teenager and went super controlling for years over my food and and got really ill and lost a lot of hair I have to wear extensions now because of that but you know for years I had this imbalance of female and masculine hormones and then I started doing um, work with shamans and work with women's circles and like, uh, work with nature education and medicine wheel teachings and these traditional ways of being with the earth and being with cycles and being with my feminine body and then feminine embodiment work and priestess work. And my hormones have literally shifted. Like they've literally changed so that they're completely balanced now. And I have healthy, beautiful female hormones and my masculine hormones are in check and like really at the low end of the spectrum, they went from extremely way over high to like really low. And um, so it was really me participating with sisters. I think that is, that's such a huge piece for women to come together in circles Mm. together again um, and to connect in with their ancient 
ancient body gnosis, their mm-hmm. ancient feminine ancestral wisdom that is literally lying dormant in ourselves. And when we come together with other women, it starts turning on. And so I can't recommend enough going to women's circles, going to red tents, going to moon circles, going to women's retreats. Um, all of these things are what, what allowed me, what actually taught me that it was safe to be feminine again and to be in my feminine flows and that you could actually have a healthy and abundant life being in your feminine and not being in your masculine 24 seven. Um, and so that's, that path is what I've been on for the last number of years. And that it brought me to this place. And for years I was like, where are the woke men? Where are the conscious men? I feel like I'm the initiatrix of all these men in my life who are at very much lower evolved, evolved states, like consciously than me. Mm. And I'm like pulling them up you know, to come up, to try to like, come meet me here. And then they, you know, they come in and they go and they got to go on their own journeys. And it's amazing how many of them are, you know, waking up to all these new, beautiful levels, but none of them have been able to come and be my mate. And it's Mm. only been in the last year or so that I'm attracting uh, or finding men that are doing the work more. Mm. And, you know, recently the men in my life are like the caliber has just like, like you were saying about the women in your life mm. uh, earlier before this call, you were saying yeah. like, wow, the, the goddess, like the level of goddesses that are coming in the level, mm. level of integrity and embodiments and like whew, divinity in your life through these women is unsurpassed. Mm. And it's, it's happening with, you know, I'm seeing men that are actually doing the work now as well. Mm. Um, and that's, that's really exciting, but it's like, I had to do it for myself first. I had Mm. to be okay with my feminine and have my sister go on this journey with my sisters Mm. for a long time before I started seeing the men come to like, be the protector and provider of this sacred feminine that Mm. I am now embodying so fully you know, and I had to learn how to like create that masculine container for myself as well. And like space hold for myself and hold the pillar and all these things. And I'm still trying to anchor my divine masculine. It's, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing for me. I'm much, it's much easier for me to be in my feminine, yeah. but um, yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's amazing that, you know, like what your core energy is and what you enjoy the most. So it's yes. like, and you're embodying that more, right? So I think I feel cool. healthiest when I do that. You know, exactly. I feel most lit up. I, my body feels the most balanced and all the things. Mm. And one last thing I know we talked about for men, just the prior question that you, you had asked about what are the things men can do to help a woman feel safe? So just to go over them again, we said the first thing was integrity. Yeah. The second thing is honesty. And I want to add that I would say the third thing, and these are all interchangeable really, but is presence, Mm. you know, like (laughs) dropped in like undivided attention Mm -hmm. and presence Mm -hmm. when it's time to be with the feminine, you know, you're not on your phone, you're not playing video games. You're not, there's times for that for sure. But like, even if you're with a woman and you're like, okay, I have a business call coming in. You say to her, I need a few minutes to take this business call. I'm going to be right back with you after this. Yeah. You know, mm. like how many men just like go on, like unconsciously go on their phones and when they're like with a woman, like what? That is not, I used yeah. to hang out with guys that did that. And I'm like, wh- wh- how, where was I with my self-love journey that, that I, lo- that I allowed for that in my yeah. presence. I'm no, sorry. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. That's so good. That's so true. And like presence, and is what you just shared and like it is so simple 
yet, you know, so complicated and which is kind of just a reflection of the man's inner world, right? So because once you once you once you really, I guess, be present with yourself and with your own feminine, with your own inner child and spend all this time, it's like it's it's actually a pleasure to be present with a female. To be able to and if you haven't it. done that, then it feels like work and it feels mm-hmm. difficult and feels triggering and feels like, get me out of here. I want to numb out. I want some distraction because this is overwhelming. Mm. And so that's a real, that's a huge indication for women as well as to where you're at on your self individualization and self soul journey yeah. <laughs> is how present you can be to her shows her how present you have been to yourself. Mm, no it's so good it, i'm like this has been one of the best podcasts ever and i'm like i got 50 of them pl- uh, scheduled for this year and i'm like are yeah. these all gonna go this amazing because like this is so next level <laughs> i love it you know the I master builder year 2022 also the special number of the high priestess mary Ma- mary magdalene <laughs> mm, i like it i love i love the awareness and the knowledge that you have on a lot of these topics which is i think it's amazing and one of the things like I'm just going through my head right now, I'm like, it's almost like I don't know, like with the podcast, it's almost like there's like men that haven't done the work and then men that have done the work. And it's like the thought that's going through my head is like, how do I do the podcast where like, am I talking to the men that are, you know, have done some of the work or am I talking to men that are like, I have no idea. And like, I, or, you know, because it's like, I'm sure I have. And I like listeners from all different specs, uh, perspectives. Right. So it's interesting for me. I'm like, Am I doing this? I feel like it's both. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's men on all stages of their journey because even a man who's highly advanced in these things, I Mm -hmm. think it would be helpful for him to hear this and then be like, wow, look how far I've come. Yeah. And like feel that he is resonating, or maybe it would click in some missing pieces, or for Mm -hmm. like even in our conversation, you being like, holy shit, I've been presenting my feminine. I've been embodying my feminine. That's why these goddesses are showing up, like the uh aha moments. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like for beginners, it's like even though some of the concepts might be over their heads, Mm. they're still getting the vibrational entrainment. They're still, and it's like I believe I can feel it like causing this, it's almost like um it's like you can smell the dinner before you're tasting it. Your yeah. your your taste buds start getting lit up. Your mouth starts watering, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm hungry for something. They're t- what are they talking about? I don't know, but I'm hungry for it. Yeah. You know, something smells really good here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, let, let, let your curiosity build. And I just want to say, like, you know, I feel like we could go for hours and hours. I just want to <laughs> say thank you so much for this and... Yeah, like I learned so much. I had so many realizations and just I had so many moments. Like I'm in all myself right now. And I'm like, was was am I doing a podcast interview or was this personally for me? Like what happened here? Like I'm in, in a different world. Um something that yeah. I I want to add though there is that something I've really discovered is that on this journey, you know, as light workers, we're helping others discover their light and their mm-hmm. truth. But like it's always the most pure and authentic when it's when we're, do- we're doing it for us. If we're honest, mm-hmm. then really like you're, you know, you're doing this podcast for yourself. Yeah. And then like, and then it's like a bonus. It's in the overflow of that self-love mm. in the overflow that people are being blessed by it, mm. you know? And it's the same, it's the same thing with singing. You know, I'm, I sing in ceremony and ritual and initiations and I, I sing sound codes, like heavenly mm. tunes that come through sometimes all these things. And it, 
as soon as I think that I'm singing for someone else or like have to show off in some way or make it something, if it's, if it's for someone else, it doesn't, it's not as pure. Like the codes don't come through as purely, but mm. if I remember that I am singing for myself yeah. and my healing, this is a song for me, then, oof, then my vocal cords open up, mm. you know, that's for all of us to remember. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Please let everyone know where they can find you on social media, wherever they yeah. want to connect with you. Yeah. So right now you can find me on Instagram at underscore Amy Ann. Mm-hmm. A-M-Y-A-N-N. And you can find me on my website at www.god-des, D-E-S-S. So goddess with a dash in the middle because masculine and feminine, mm-hmm. dot C-A. So goddess, god-des.ca. Yeah. Awesome. So everyone, I will have those details. Uh, I will have it in a detail section of the podcast and I'm excited to release this episode will probably be released the uh, second week of February. And lastly, I just want to put some intentions out there that my intentions for you listening to this podcast and giving an hour of your time to this is that I hope you don't only just take this for entertainment. I know me and Amy and I have beautiful voices. I hope that you actually take some information from this and start implementing it in your day, day, day-to-day life. Uh, pick something from it. You know, the idea of being present, listening to a woman, listening to yourself, integrity and how to build integrity, how to, you know, start small little tasks on your day-to-day basis and start to finish those tasks and feel the process of building integrity within yourself, self-confidence within yourself, feeling your self-esteem increase during this process. So my intentions are for you to dive deep within this stuff and truly learn from this stuff. Because like I'm telling you, there's literally coaches, gurus, people out there that is not against those guys. They're doing it and they are charging thousands of dollars for this type of information. And you just got this all in one hour of podcast. So my intentions are for you to take this information, implement it in your day-to-day life and see the changes and the magical things that start to unfold in your life. And with that being said, Until next time, stay in Aware Alpha.